Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is All You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight as we recap LSU Grambling one more time before we put her to bed. We talk a lot of Mississippi State tonight. Two linebackers for Mississippi State that you are going to need to get your ne- get their names or be very familiar with these two names from Mississippi State. We'll talk on that as well. Listen, I'm just telling you, do not, and I I don't think LSU fans are, but some could have the opinion, well, Mike Leach, unfortunately, RIP, passed away. Zach Arnett's never been a head coach. They had to go into overtime with Arizona. Don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on them. Your offensive line is going to be very tested from the schematic side of things this week. They they will be. Mississippi State is going to send blitzes all night like it's remember the Titans. I don't want them to gain another yard. Blitz all night. That's what Mississippi State is going to do. One thing with a thousand percent certainty that your quarterback is going to have to do for you to win this game. And no, it is not sitting in the pocket. Needs to get on the move and use those legs because of what we saw from Arizona this past week. Use your legs from the quarterback position. We might... LSU might be able to go up there with the cowbells and beat that cowbell slinging ass. We'll talk a lot of Mississippi State here tonight. Also, the man is back. He still is doing his uh, 
film breakdowns. I watched Carter's hour-long film breakdown on LSU Grambling today. He will be joining us like he does every Monday at 7.30 to talk some LSU Grambling and to talk some Mississippi State as well. We'll go around college football in our Week 2 recap. We got two games that we're going to talk about primarily. Alabama and Texas and Texas A&M and Miami. We'll recap some of those. Colorado is now 2-0. and If you had to sprinkle a little stuff on Colorado and that over-under and how many wins they would have, you feel really good in your chances right about now as they look to go 3-0. and We'll touch on that. And the Saints pull out a victory over Zach's Tennessee Titans. Yeah, oh, yeah, y'all didn't know. Zach is from Tennessee, he says. He's from Memphis. He's a big Titans fan. That's what he tells me. Every single day, every single week, every single year. This is the year, Mr. Blake. The Titans are going to the Super Bowl. No, Zach. The only bowl that they're going to is the toilet bowl. Okay? Producer Zach. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Stephen Fryer, good friends over at Fry Construction. Site work and land development, oil and gas services, commercial construction, aggregate and soil hauling, waste containers, demolition. They do it all. Go see them at 161 West Maple Street in Eunice, Louisiana. Let them know that Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. But he says, Blake, who you got? The gray beard gunslinger and the boys or the law firm of Allen and Diggs. Is that game being played? Is that game? Be- I saw that they had like some weather thing, right? I hope that they're playing. Is it uh, is it underway? Zach, is that game underway yet? Uh, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm going to do. 7-15, okay. Well, they're not better than us. They're rivaling AYS. They should... Wait until 8 p.m. to go live or start these games because they can't compete with us. All right. Dane Bertrand says, Blake, need help with my bets. I am over on the season. We can help you with that. Boy went nine and five this week. Nine and five this week. We can help you with that. We'll bring we can bring back the Thursday bet lines. Thursday picks. We did it last year. 60. I rounded up. 67%. Not too bad. Not too shabby. We'll do that again. We'll bring him back on Thursdays. Remind me, Tang. Jared A says the new offensive line adjustments are going to open up the running game. Shut the cowbells down. I hope you're right, Jared. I do hope that you are right there. Adam says still can't understand how the cowbells aren't labeled as artificial noisemakers and should be illegal. Well, technically they are. Technically they are, but they still allow it because it's tradition. Well, let me tell you something about another tradition. It's called getting that ass whooped. And that's what Mississippi State normally does. Okay? (laughs) They're a good team, man. I shouldn't have said that. All right, I like this from Tyler Townsend. He says, let's go, everyone. Evening, everyone. Shreveport is in the house. You know what time it is. Where is everyone listening to us from tonight? Are you in Shreveport? Are you in DeRitter? Are you in the are you in WP? Are you in Franktown? You in Baton Rouge Lafayette? Stand up, you're in. Are you in New Orleans? Where are you listening 
to us from tonight. Tommy says, Blake, I am in Mobile. Elwin says he's in Pearl. David says he's in Zachary. Anthony B. Saint says that his Saints, who got a win, he is in NOLA. George is in Holden. Jared is in Ville Platte. Black Goatee says, I'm in the Ratchet City, baby. Well, there's a lot of Ratchet Cities. Which Ratchet City are you talking about? <laughs> Julius says he's coming to us from the ATL. Uh, Hakeem Batiste says, Mapleton, Georgia. Where is Mapleton, Georgia? Where is Mapleton, Georgia? We got Slidell in the building, Raceland, Denham Springs. You got to love it, man. Opelousas. <laughs> Nikki says, Little Rock, Arkansas. Her son had a great game on Saturday, Nikki Hughes. Her son, Jeremiah, says, Little Rock, Arkansas. Hey, Blake, good evening to you, Nikki. Uh, congratulations on your son getting his first uh game experience at least maybe he did play and i'm sorry if i missed it against florida state that's on me but he looked good man jeremiah hughes looked good hopefully he can get some more playing time this week as well brandon graziano says speaking of memphis when will he be back on the show he's right here there he is look at that look at that hair i, I think i think he meant memphis spence oh get off my get get off of here zach Ben just repeated and said, get off of here, Zach. <laughs> he, loved, he does love him, Mr. Zach. I do got to admit. Marrero, Stonewall, St. Petersburg, Florida. Doug No says he's working out there. St. Petersburg. What's going on there? Is it hurricane related? Uh, Chris Lomax and 337 Cecilia. Trey, I, I dated a girl from Cecilia. Boy, was it something. Boy, was it something. I never more heard more honky-tonks in my life. I got my dark-skinned Italian ass out of there. I ain't gonna lie. I heard banjos playing. Zach, it was the scaredest I'd ever been to date a girl. She was taking her, 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 her horse to the Old Town Road well before the song came out. Gonna take my or to the old town road. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> All right, a couple more before we get rolling. Paul Sub Martin says 11 a.m. kickoff doesn't scare me as we beat two state two years ago at 11 a.m. I just hope the kinks on defense get patched up. Yeah, that's true. Very much true. All right, last one. B Saints says, ask Blake, do you think that Lance Hurd starts this weekend? No, Brian Kelly said he will not. Um, dude looked great last weekend. Brian Kelly said he will be rotating in every other series is what he meant. And we'll talk about Brian Kelly in his press conference, which can we ask better questions, please? Like Wilson was really the Wilson and Cobble really the only questions that were really being asked. We gonna have to go up here and ask a question? Like, come on, man, come on. We gotta ask tough questions. Rudy Poo, Rudy Poo. All right, we're feeling good tonight. Coming off that win, let's break down and recap Grambling State. Let's talk about Mississippi State. Carter Bryant in about fifteen minutes, about seventeen minutes actually. 
from right now. We got a lot to break down, but you know what time it is. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're listening to us on Facebook, watching us live on the tube on Facebook, hit that little like button. Hit that little like button. Hit the share. Hit the comments. Do the same on Facebook by hitting that subscribe notification bell. We're almost, we're like, we're, we're so close to 6K. Subscribers on YouTube, help your boy out. I feel a gift card coming. Feel a giveaway coming. So you better subscribe and hit that notification bell. I also will tell you, you probably should get over to the forum too, AYSSnetwork.com. Um, have a feeling that recruiting is going to start picking up a little bit in reference to information. Just, just to... Just a hint. Just throwing that out there in the ether. Might want to be subscribed if you're not already. A lot of you already have been. Growing, growing, growing. Better get over there. We're watching this on Fubo TV. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons, betonline.ag, where the game starts. Got a lot to discuss. This is going to be fun. It's SEC week, y'all. Let's act like it. Be back next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varnado & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. We're back. Pump your brakes on Texas is back. I get it. They beat Alabama. We'll talk about that later on in the show after Carter leaves us. Pump the brakes, my man. Come on, dude. Come on. You can't say Alabama is really down and then say, oh, well, Texas is back. They had a they have a good team. They have a really good team. Can they make the playoff, win games in the playoff? Can they play for a natty? We don't we got a long, long way to find that out. And I'm gonna be here for every for it every step of the way. Listen, what do you want me to say that I didn't say in the postgame? While all of you are hitting the like and share. What do you want me to say? That LSU was flawless offensively to most extent? Yeah, they were. They scored on all their possessions. If you've listened to this show enough by now, you know that in games like this, I am very nitpicky. And I think that you need to be. 
When you play an inferior opponent, you need to be nitpicky. The number one thing is, in breaking down the film, I still think that there were some throws that Jaden missed. However, man, he has gotten so much better at sitting back there and throwing the ball to either in timing routes or finding the open dude. Does he need to get better? He missed Chris Hilton on a touchdown. Missed Aaron Anderson that was wide open. Yeah, but the throws that he had in there, both of them averaged the two misses, the real, really only two misses that he had that I saw were one was a drop to Brian Thomas. So that's an incompletion. But I mean, they were averaging 17 yards per reception on the two that I looked at that he potentially missed. Does he need to throw the ball up to Chris Hilton? Yeah. Is he trying to get Malik Neighbors more involved? Also, yes. I'm not blaming Jaden. Why, you know, he got criticized this week again. I don't know. I've never met a quarterback that's played at LSU, that's won the West, that's more criticized from them. I think Gary Nussmeyer played a fantastic game. Let's not run away from this. Gary Nussmeyer is going to be a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. Throws an amazing ball. Has gotten much better in his anticipation, reading defenses. The game has slowed down for him. In the beginning of the year, what did we say? Go back to any episode during the offseason. I almost clipped this and probably still should. The number one thing that we talked about at quarterbacks, play either one of them, doesn't matter to me. Both of them can lead you to where you want to go. I believe that today. I 1,000% believe that. Play whoever. Do I think that Jaden has more experience and can lead you in some tough games that maybe his experience gives you over the hump? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's not the issues that you're worried about. Coming out here and talking about the offense and how Logan Diggs looked good. Guys, he looked like your number one back. He is your number one back. Let's not mistake it. He Logan Diggs is your number one back. He looked amazing. Had a catch. The run after the catch that he had was flawless. Running in between the tackles, the cuts that he would make in the backfield and hitting the hole that was wide open. Nine times out of ten, he was like, where's big-ass number 66 at? I'm going to run behind him. He did that three times and would pick up the first down. Really, really good showing from your offense. Wide receivers, offensive line, Lance Hurd. In my opinion, does he need a start? Yeah, but you know what else? Breaking down the film a lot yesterday and me and Carter really talking about this, Miles Frazier had his best game as a Tiger, even when he played Southern a year ago. Funny what competition does, right? I walk out of this game and say, look, I can be nitpicky on some of the throws. I can be nitpicky on some of the blocking. I can be nitpicky on maybe not hitting the hole exactly right at the exact timing for LSU offensively. They scored 72 points. Or they scored 70 points. What in the outright shit do you want me to come out here and say? Teams in week one always get better in week two. You face an inferior opponent. You acted like it offensively. (sighs) But it's an interesting thing that you got going on defensively. I think Matt House is going to have to be more creative. I, I, I I just do. Like... If you're having issues in the back end in the secondary with a lot of new transfers, with a lot of young guys, you're going to have to be more creative. Guys, I can't believe I had to say this about an LSU team. 
I want to see more blitzing. I want to see some exotic blitzes. I want to see you scheme shit up that you're like, God diggity damn. LSU is not getting home with four guys on the defensive line right now. You have one sack on the year. Jordan Jefferson's the only player that has a sack. If you're not able to get home with the guys that you have now, look at what a guy like Deshaun Womack did this past weekend for LSU. Playing like his hair is on fire, wanting to play, love loves football, right? Goes down on special teams with a number that's not his, putting on 92, being selfless for the team, running down on special team and knocking somebody's freaking head off. Matt House is going to have to get more creative here, man. To help out a good secondary, you needed a really good front seven. Against Mississippi State, a team that is completely opposite of what they were a year ago under Mike Leach, they're going to want to run the football. Now, we'll break down Mississippi State a lot this week. You know that. They want to run the football. Pistol, zone stretch, runs. They want to do a little play action screen, get the ball out to their playmakers. Offensively, they're not a bad team. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to have – Matt House is going to have to throw something at Will Rogers to get him off course. Will Rogers is never going to win a race against any player in the SEC that's not a quarterback. He's not. He's not fleet of foot. Let's get after that ass. You go into that meeting room defensively and say enough is enough. We're going at their ass all night. No pause, no lube. Come on. I like my Matt House. I think he is a good DC. He can do some good things, but he's going to have to start calling some better games with the back end not as good as we would want it to be. Now, I do expect Denver Harris to continue to play. I don't know if he starts. Maybe he will. I don't know why you would start him against Grambling and not start him against Mississippi State. But Mississippi State's got guys, man. They got five running backs that they're going to use. They're going to run the ball downhill. They're going to try to get to the outside on you, and they're going to throw screens. If you're not disciplined, if you're not going after Will Rogers, you're going to look up and a lot like you were last year and say, man, what in the hell are we doing? And you're going to need Harold Perkins and B.J. Ojolari and all of these dudes to come in here and save you. Well, you don't have B.J. Ojolari this year. You're going to have to at some point find some interior pressure. Guys, it's been my biggest gripe with this team the last three years is the interior pressure that you're not getting. Go fuck somebody up. And excuse my language, but at some point, somebody's got to stand up and say enough is enough. Whether you got to do it schematically, whether you got to do it and with a player, a player's led meeting for whatever that's worth anymore. Go out there and punch somebody in the mouth. Defense is not a part of the football or a part of football in general where it's just pity pat pity pat pity cake patty cake patty cake bakers man go knock somebody's effing head off you know what here's the truth here's the truth 
I don't mind that Denver Harris got that pass interference call. Not one iota. Compete. Go, and he shouldn't have been called for the P.I. He's getting dragged down just like the receiver is. All you can ask is for compete, is, being, is, is to compete. But if you have a natural uh, issue, because you've, you've been LSU fans for the last three years, you wouldn't be watching this show if you weren't LSU fans over the last three years. You act like three years ago or two years ago that Derek Stingley didn't opt out. You're acting like two years ago that you didn't have Eli Ricks hurt for two-thirds of the games that he played at LSU. I'm old enough to remember where Cordell Flott was your best corner. And Corey Raymond and under Pellini and under Durante Jones, they sucked. But you know what Durante Jones did halfway through the year? He got creative. I don't need flawless defense. I don't think, I don't know yet that this team can do that. But I do know one thing Zach Arnett is not an idiot. He's not an idiot. And he has an experienced quarterback which, by the way, they run a two-quarterback system. Mike Wright comes in when they want to run some zone read stuff. They're going to attack you, man. They are 1,000% going to attack you, and you're going to have to be disciplined, make tackles in open space, and get after somebody. Now, I always do this. I always do this. Here we go. Mississippi State has two linebackers, man. You better get to know their name and very quickly. Number one, Jet Johnson, number 44, who had two interceptions this Saturday, is a dude. You should remember, he messed a lot up for you a year ago. He was as disruptive as a dude that you're ever going to see. Nathaniel Watson, who had seven tackles on the night. Or no, 10 tackles on the night. He also had an interception. A guy that some Louisiana people will remember, Sean Preston. Defensively, defensively, they are as good of a team that you're going to see. They have athletes and dudes. Their problem has been, and what it was this past week against Arizona, offensively they hit stalemates because they try to run the ball too, more, too much. Griffin, Marks, Pittman, Price, Wally, Robinson. They're all going to get touches in this passing game. But Davis and Price and Pittman and Griffin, those same dudes are going to be involved in the running game. Will Rogers only threw the ball 17 times last week. Now, that could bode well for you at a team that looks like that they don't want to throw the football at, at will like they did a year ago. That can help you with a bad secondary. But... It's hard for me to believe that Zach Arnett is going to go into this game and say, well, hey, you know what? LSU's defensive secondary has really been struggling. Let's not let's throw the ball less than we did against Arizona. They're probably going to want to get the ball into their playmakers' hands and make your DBs go out and make plays. But Sean Preston, uh, uh, Johnson, Watson, Watson and Johnson, Sounds like a, a really good radio hit, radio show. Some of you will get the pun there. 
Bottom line is, is if you go into this game at 11 a.m. sleepwalking, you're going to walk out of there and be like, what in the outright shit just happened? You're a better team. you got a better coaching staff. You have better athletes. But I thought that same thing against Florida State, too. They've shown to be a really good team. This is not the case. You are better than them. But at some point, like I mentioned, you're going to have to waltz in there defensively and punch somebody in the mouth. Remember the, the movie, The Replacements? And Shane Falco comes back at halftime. And the first play that they run is like you got dudes openly drop kicking, look like an episode of Battle Royale on WWE. Like somebody got stone cold stunnered out there. The rock bottom was being placed down. Go rock bottom somebody's ass, and then you'll win. Offensively, this is not a key to victory yet. But if there's one thing that is for sure, you're going to need to get your quarterback, the one that will start this weekend, obviously, and Jane Daniels. You're going to have to get him out in space. You're going to let, have to let him run the football. Don't limit him with his legs. Draws, quarterback power, some things that you ran last week. Let him use his legs and get out in space and you will win. All right. The man is here. The man is here. Carter, the power, Bryant is here. What happened to Aaron Rodgers? Did he just get knocked out? Aaron Rodgers done for the game already? Game one? Cart already coming for Aaron Rodgers? Oh, no. That's not good. Boy, did the Jets season just go absolutely down the tube. Man, oh, man. First drive of the new year, and Aaron Rodgers is going to cart. That's no good. All right. Let's talk about our good friend Tyler Alexander over at EXP Realty. A good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Don't go anywhere. The power is next. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! They're saying Aaron Rodgers broke his leg. Well, at least that's what Ryan Clark is saying. How he knows that, I have absolutely no idea. But believing something that Ryan Clark says, after he said that George Pickens was better than Justin <laughs> Jefferson is uh, absolutely stupid, and we will not do that here tonight. Carter the Power Bryant joins us. Good evening, sir. How are you? 
Uh, Blake, I'm fantastic. I'm feeling pretty good about next Saturday, and it's not necessarily just because of grambling. Um, honestly, you know, Blake, you, you, you watched a film study earlier today, and it does make us uncomfortable as LSU fans, and I'm sure you've brought this up up to this point, that LSU are 10-point favorites. 10-point favorites, Blake. Well, that line dropped. Last night, it was 12. That's crazy. Absolutely yeah, so it shifted crazy. two points already. And it could be I, It could be a nine, eight-point eight point game by the by kickoff. It should be. I, I think that line is absolutely massive. I think this game will be competitive. But I do feel we saw some good things on Saturday and hopefully that transitions to uh, this next Saturday. And I think the biggest key for all of us, and I said this on your show about a month before the season began, you weren't going to know if LSU was a true championship contender with the Florida state game, because Florida state has a really freaking good team. Okay. Where you'll see if LSU is, not even necessarily a championship contender or even just a very good team is on Saturday, right? You're three games in, you're on the road. It is an 11 a.m. game. You have known this for months, okay? Mississippi State has had almost everything go against it this offseason. LSU had the opposite of Mississippi State. They had continuity going into this game. They know that they had weaknesses with morning kickoffs and road games last year. This game, I feel, will tell us if LSU is for real a team that's taken a step forward from where they were last year. Before we get to Mississippi State, I only got one question for you, and you could be yeah. very deliberate. Anything that you liked, didn't like, and or loved or hated against Grambling? Because, listen, thinking that Denver Harris was going to come in and save the day was a little naive yeah. for some. But, Carter, they're not tackling the space. And quite honestly, they're not scheming shit up good enough for this defense, in my opinion. Yeah. It's it's coaching and players up to this point. I think, obviously, Brian Kelly mentioned Mason Smith's rust. Uh, that's expected. Denver Harris's rust, that's also expected. What's not expected was how bad the tackling was. When they were in position, they weren't able to make plays. And then when they weren't in position, well, Blake, they weren't in position, right? So it's everything right now. And you do have to hypothesize, is it the message that the LSU defense is receiving? That's obviously a deeper-rooted thing, but the coaching staff has had far more change on that side of the football than the offensive side of the football. So you do worry about that. Um, but I think you've touched on all the defensive thing. I, I've also seen a few of your commenters bring up, we need to bring back the big cat drill. We need to bring back Oklahoma drill. Those days aren't coming back, I'm sorry to say. Well, here's the, but, pro here's the problem with that, because I see people doing that. No, you don't, because you know why? It's a mentality. Tackling yeah. is a mentality, Carter. Yeah. Sending pressure after the quarterback is a mentality. Like, hey, yeah. we're going to punch you in the mouth, you piece of shit. Like, those are the kinds of things that you got to have defensively that this team just doesn't have. And, and schematically, it's a part of it. Carter, if yeah. you're giving up a bomb and you're playing coverage, what does it matter if you're, if you're in cover four, which they ran twice on Saturday, 
and you're giving up a long bomb or going after somebody. What does it matter to me? It matters. As someone who is a, a film junkie, it doesn't matter to me either. Like, I think at this point, I mean, we, we don't need Tony Dungy's Tampa 2 back or anything like that. We just need guys to go out there and make plays. I just want to see guys make plays. That's it. Just show me something exceptional from somebody not wearing the number 18 uniform. Show me something, okay? And I we, we we've got to see it. And what's really interesting, and I saw this in the film today. I, I was going to wait for Brian Kelly's press conference to hear more on this. But now Omar Spates is probable. Probable. And, we, you know, we tweeted this clip out if you wanted to, to, to look at this. He was out by halftime. He was yeah. out of his shoulder pads by halftime. Um, I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to speak before you know coach kelly or whatever but uh that that's very interesting maybe greg penn comes back and plays more and, and bring some of that bite uh so look i i'm really looking forward to see what they're going to do versus mississippi state and blake i'll be real with you all right mississippi state i've watched them i've watched a good bit of their two games is will rogers a decent quarterback yes do they have some decent pieces Yes, but this is an offense you should be able to at least tame. Uh, they were not that great versus Arizona. So hopefully the LSU defense will come with their chin straps buckled and ready to go. You know, one thing, Carter, about this, our, we can start with them offensively. The complete overhaul of what they were a year ago. They're going to run the ball, stretch zone, yeah. stretch veer, run it up the A-gaps. They're going to run it all night long. I don't know though if I don't know if they're going to do that against LSU. I think they're going to try to get it out quick. They're going to try to let Will Rogers beat you because he's experienced. I I still think they're going to try to control the line of scrimmage. But man, what they are running the football down your throat and they just yeah. don't care. But the thing with Mississippi State is not them offensively. Carter, they got two linebackers and Walton or, or uh, Watson and Johnson. And Sean Preston, Louisiana cat, I mean, they are all over the place. Carter, here's why I know that they have a little bit of an uh, issue offensively. Mississippi State had four turnovers in the first half and only had 14 points off of it. Their de their offense couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. And Mississippi State, you know, one thing about them, Blake, is they've always been good defensively, right? Always they, scrappy as oh, hell. They're, yeah, they, they've always been that way. And you can argue that, uh, especially relative to expectations, they, they, they've kind of been DLU or DTU with all the DTs they put in the NFL. Now, you, of course, you know some of those guys. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're good. They're, they're really, really good defensively. And that's, you know, you and I have always had an, a, an affinity for Emmanuel Forbes, right? That's with him gone. They, they've been good in these first couple of games. So Well, I do think see. that their corners got beat a lot by the Arizona receivers. It's their safeties and linebackers, Carter, that were exceptional. Yeah. I mean, Sean, look, listen, Sean Preston is a guy that we missed on. I'm sorry, but somebody's got to say it. Orgeron and them missed on him. They missed. I, I, okay, like, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Would, I would, would you not, like, love to have Sean Preston in the back end? Because I would love it right now. I, I would love to have a lot of guys – 
uh, there for LSU. God, and Ed just missed so many dudes, man. Yeah, and this was actually something that I, I worked on today, Blake. It'll be more of like an off-season thing, but it's amazing how many guys during that period have, have turned out to just not be any good. You know, some transferred to Campbell. That's an actual name of a university of where a top 100 recruit transferred to. Their top overall recruit is playing at FAMU. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's it's weird. It's very weird. So, yeah, it's 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 crazy. But what what I would say, Blake, to the LSU offensive side of the football, right? Because offense oftentimes come down comes down to you. Now, if you're playing a good defense, obviously I could change some things. From an offensive line perspective, the yep. LSU offensive line. Go on, say what you're going to say. They got a challenge on their hand this week. They do. I will say they were exceptional versus Grambling. This was a huge step in the right direction for this group. And I understand that there are a lot of people that want Lancer to start and Emory Jones be the right guard. Brian Kelly confirmed that Miles Frazier will start and it'll be the same LSU offensive line. I will give Miles Frazier some credit. It is amazing. Had his best game as a Tiger, without question. By far. Yeah. It is amazing I, what happens. When competition when starts getting involved. And and also when the coach publicly says, hey, we're, we're, we're thinking about doing this. And it's obviously a, a, a good thing uh, for Miles Frazier. Now he's going to have a test. I mean, this is a very, very good Mississippi State team. And I think LSU's got a chance to move the football on them still. This is also going to be a big Jaden Daniels game. I agree. It it just is. He's he has got to play better on the road than what he did last year, and he's got to play better at a morning kickoff. Now, once again, it's not just him. With LSU, has high drop percentage. We all know that. The wide receivers have got to step up. They like you mentioned. You know, there's no Emmanuel Forbes out there to lock us down, right? LSU should be able to get open and get separation. Uh, will Chris Hilton have another big game? There's so many questions regarding that. But ultimately, it's going to come down to Jaden. And if Jaden can do some of the things we saw versus Grambling, and I know the level of competition wasn't great, but he did play more within the structure of the offense, within the pocket, if we could see more of that, the LSU offense should be able to do enough to win this game. All right. Here's why I think the offensive line has a, a massive test this week. It's not physically, Carter. It's mentally. Because... Zach Arnett is going to send the house, okay? He is going to send the house. They're going to come with exotic blitzes. They're going to come with linebacker stunts and crosses. They're going to send dudes from the freaking next area code on a blitz. Johnson blitzed more times than I could count in watching the film today. They're going to have to mentally be more ready than physically. I think Jaden's got to use his legs, man. I, I I don't care if he's got 100 passing yards or not. I saw what Arizona's did do did to him. They couldn't stop the quarterback running, okay? Let him use his legs. Let him do what he needs to do, and I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah. All right. We do have this. I want to get to this in a minute. We got the super chat. I'll, I'll get to Denver Harris in a minute. Thoughts on Logan Diggs on his big game? He was great. Obviously – a lot of it is a byproduct of, of near-perfect blocking. It was good seeing 
LSU's offensive line open up really good holes, but Diggs gave you a lot of juice. And obviously what Brian Kelly said about Caleb Jackson today, he is a little hesitant because it was grambling, but uh, you know, we're, we're both big Caleb guys. We both, I think we both could say we want him to get some run here, at least in within this next stretch of, of SEC game. So that's obviously, you know, really good thing. So, yeah, I, I really like what I saw from Logan Diggs, and, and hopefully uh, that continues. Jared A says, BK said, all Denver knows is press, press, press. Is that such a bad thing if he gets after it? Yeah, because he played press and got Moss in the back of the end zone. Thank you, Jared, yeah. for the super chat. But, yes, it is an issue because they're not going to – Carter, they're going to have to get to the quarterback. They're going to have to send zone blitzes. They're going to have a lot of things that they're going to have to do. I th- Look, I mean, <sighs> there's been an issue with people saying, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Denver Harris never was running with the 13. That's horseshit. I saw it with my own eyes. If it was just me saying it, okay, then you could say, well, Blake's just full of it, that he's the only person saying it. But everybody and their mama that went out to practice, the actual people – that spent their God or God loving time to go watch him. This was the first rep that we saw him with the first team. So spare, Absolutely. so spare yeah. me that. Oh well, he hadn't been more bullshit. If you're saying yeah. that, you're being a homer and you're an idiot. You're an outright idiot. He had been. I still think he's the most talented corner, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm with you, Blake. And look. I felt that way when he decided to come to LSU and his high school grade for me coming out was, was really good. I really liked him a lot, but you are right. Um, you know, I'd, I'd receive word that maybe I'd, I, w- I was wrong on this and I, I get things wrong the, as much as anyone. Right. And I right think it's now, way too early to say that you were wrong on one game. Right. So I, I hope it pans out. I really, do and i think obviously this will help him make a step in the right direction and the one thing blake that is really hurting this team right now is the high volume of really good defensive backs with really good recruiting pedigree that have not panned out in recent years for whatever reason and the reason why that catches up to you more at defensive back than at other positions, Blake, is because it's of, a passing league. It's a passing league. And number two, there's more DBs at play. You have to play five at a time. Carl, they played six on that long run against Grambling. Yes. And you, it's it's just volume. You need a lot of those guys. You need them to play on special teams. And so those guys aren't doing a whole lot on special teams right now. So there, there's it's it's really 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 hard some of it is development some of these guys are obviously previous to this staff but those guys have got to step up i mean at some point you need somebody out there who can make a play and is the lsu defense have they been in not the best spots has the scheme been the sharpest no but at some point blake Take out any advanced film study or analytic BS, success rate, anything that I do or you do. It comes down to players making plays. Agreed. Not a whole lot of people are making plays. It's that simple. And I know Florida State's offense is probably the best in the country. And, well, Grambling's isn't. And guess what both of them did for the entire game, Blake? They made plays, and our guys didn't. And when I talk to former players who – Help me with film studies if there's a question I need to ask or just anyone who's played the game at a high level. 
they'll say, hey, let's just simplify this. Are you out there making plays or are you not? And right now, we are not making enough plays. And that has got to change, especially when you go on the road in the SEC. I agree. And it's an 11 a.m. kickoff. Dane Bergeron says LSU needs to bring back the big cat drill, toughen up. That's what you <laughs> said earlier on the $5 Super Chat. Thank you so much, Dane. Um, Yeah, I agree. And, and look, after the Jacoby and Guillory, the guy hit him in the face mask, they gave up 61 yards in the first or the last three quarters. It was the problem was the first quarter quarter, they gave up 173 yards. That's the yeah. problem. And Grandma came out and look, here's the problem that I that I walked away with that game with is Hugh Jackson out scheme Matt House in that first in that first quarter. Massively. Yeah. It was bad. Uh, it was bad. You know, if we if we're gonna talk about players and guys not making plays, well, Matt House got out schemed by an NFL dude. Oh, you want to put five guys in the box and we got seven to block in the box? All right, we're gonna run it right at you and gain 15, 17, 22 yards, 37 yards on one of them. But what do I know? You know, no, and I, I don't want to be wrong. a Debbie Downer on that, but I'm just, it's the truth is the truth. It's not, what do you want me to say? I mean, come on. Now, looking at Mississippi State, you know what's interesting? They want to get this Marks kid involved a lot. Now, that little that little sucker can run. You worried about this Mississippi State running game at all? What's interesting, Blake, is their first big touchdown versus LSU last year was on a run play. Right, and it was yeah. marks to the left side, and Mason, uh, not Mason, uh, number eight, God dog it, Major Burns missed a bad, had a bad miss. Yeah, we did not fill the 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 run well, and I will say on fourth and short, we made a lot of really good tackles, and also that was the first Pert game, so they did not have film on Harold Perkins. Could you imagine? Uh, and obviously, he played some versus Southern, but they didn't have real film on him yet. Could you imagine that being unleashed for the first time? You know, right. obviously you can't prepare for that. So you can. Now, you, yeah, you can. His name's Deshaun Womack. Yeah. It put, puts, put, put some new guys out there. If you're not getting home with the four that you have now, why not try somebody new that is put, uh, more talented than anybody? Yeah. Why? If Braden Swenson can't get home, if Ovia Gofu can't get home, what are you waiting so long for about giving a shot to Deshaun Womack against Grambling? Something else I want to mention about Womack was the special, the special teams play. Ah, he made two big ones, two absolutely massive ones. I and Blake, I know you feel this way as well. A lot of people don't care as much about like the the, the special teams. I look at my analytics people turn off when I talk about special teams. What I will say, though, is it does send a message to the rest of the team when you do big things on special teams. He had a Jarvis Landry moment. Yeah. Um, It does send a message to the rest of the team. When you make a big play on special teams, you get reps on actual defense Mm -hmm. because then that lets everybody else know on special teams, hey, if I keep working my ass off, I'm going to get a chance to get some run. I'm going to get a chance to go out there and make a big play. I can get out there and actually play defense. And and most people would rather, of course, play the actual position than just play special teams. So give Womack some run. Let's see what he's got. Something else, I think, Blake, if your defense is struggling, one of the best things you can do as a defensive coordinator is just tabula rasa the defense. 
clean slate it. Give Mississippi State some things that they had not seen yet, right? So flashback to 2021 when LSU went to Mississippi State and won, right? They just played rush three, drop eight. Mississippi State did not expect that to actually happen. Uh, you take a look at one of the best, you know, defensive performances towards the end of that Orgeron regime, it was 2022 versus Bryce Young. They showed a completely different defense. So if I'm at house, I'm going to say, well, let's see if I could just switch everything up. Let me show them some things that I haven't done yet, and maybe that could work versus a pretty solid Mississippi State offense. All right. Let's get to the positive because people are calling me a Deborah Downer. Um, I, I think LSU has the ability to waltz in here and win by 20. I think they have that ability. Yeah. Okay. Will they is the biggest question. You go into Mississippi state and you get a 20 point win, a 14 point win. You're feeling really good about yourself. Yeah. yeah. At least I, yeah. I, I would feel pretty good about it. Yeah. And one more defensive thing before we get back to the offense. I know we're running out of time. I will say that Mississippi State and Arkansas, who you play in two weeks, they're lacking skill position. No doubt. They, they have good experience. Outside of the right kid, Mississippi State does not have weapons on the outside. They just they don't. don't. They, they have two. They have two, two Griffin, and that's basically it. And What a nickname. That is the most New Orleans nickname of all time, is it not? Right. Okay. Tutu. Arkansas's best offensive weapon is a receiver who transferred from Texas A&M Commerce. Now, it doesn't mean he's not good, but that is Don't make fun of T-A-M-U-U. But that shows you that this could be a good bounce back couple of weeks here for this LSU secondary. They do have favorable matchups against guys that will – that 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 aren't what you would consider Keon Coleman's, right? So to the offensive side of the football, yes, LSU can go out there and do it. I just think, though, with what we've seen from this offense, we just haven't seen that enough, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In order to blow a team out, especially on the road, you've got to put together two good halves of football. All right. For once, we do have to play a complete game. Yes. Even if for some reason LSU were to fall up short in this game, which I don't think will happen, I do want to, at the very least, Blake, see a non-Jekyll and Hyde football team. You should not drop off from first to second half. And you know what's so wild about that? Brian Kelly was such the opposite with him. Yes. Yes. At Notre Dame. Such the opposite. Yeah. And – I, I just I, I just want to see that. In order to beat someone by that much, you've got to put together some complete games, and that's going to take Jaden being very consistent, playing within the framework of the offense. I do agree with you that rushing lanes will be open because Zach Garnett, it's in his blood to get very exotic, and Jaden's really good at punishing exotic defenses with his legs. But rip it. Let's, let's freaking rip it. All right. Yeah, in your I film am, breakdown, he misses Chris Hilton, Aaron Anderson twice. Yeah, that, <sighs> that was bad. That, that was, was bad. bad. And you know what? Mac Markway's giving away the run. I'm not going to yeah. tell him what he does, but <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, I mean, it's as blatant as day. 
If it's a run play, Mac Markway is going to tell you it's a run play. And you better pray to God I'm not I'm I'm the only person on planet Earth that picked up on that. You better yeah, pray I'm, to God. Yeah, that that'll get fixed though. <laughs> it uh, better. It better. Oh. Uh but at this at this point, let's see it, Jaden. Let let's see let's see let's see. Go mess somebody up. I'm tired of this pity pat bullshit. I'm just being real with you. All right, let, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go, 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 go. Let's 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 run them out of their own building. That would be obviously really refreshing to see. No doubt. All right, last one for you. Are people overreacting to Texas Alabama? No, I think. Hey, really? That's a bad I, Bama team. Yeah, like I I think. You and I were fading Bama. Uh, I obviously took some heat for saying Florida State was way better than them. You said the same thing. We don't agree oftentimes on the national scale. That's where we disagree well, more, honestly. Here, but, here's the thing. If I would have told you that LSU went 7 of 18 on third down and it's a crazy fumble away of escaping with that game, they had to go down and score, and I get it. Carter, if Alabama gets that fumble or that fourth down is is not picked up, Alabama's going to walk out of there with a three-point win. Yeah. With that quarterback play, dude. That, I mean, that that is the most less miles type of thing that I've ever seen. They were a fumble away, dude. Let's call it what it is. Texas didn't beat them down like everybody says that they did. They didn't. No. No. I, I, I do agree that the score is misleading. I do. I do also think the Quinn Ewers hype train is about to get out of control because I don't think people truly remember how mediocre he has been outside of playing Alabama. Yeah, right? this is best game of his life. And and obviously last year. And he only was, completed 62% of his passes. <laughs> and, and last year he was killing him before he got hurt. He was killing him. True. Uh, True. So, yeah, so outside of that, he has been mostly a – mediocre quarterback compared to his recruiting ranking so yeah the texas hype train is going to be out of control and uh look something else about week two results is don't overreact to week one results the same thing happened last year agreed lsu was the only west team after week one who did not look good and now after week two every other sec west sec west team doesn't look great and lsu is now viewed as not as bad as they were versus Florida State. It's the same exact thing as last year. So always let things play out, and week three will tell us a lot better story about the Tigers, man. Score prediction? Score. You got a score, score prediction? prediction? I think it's I think it's gonna be an ugly game. I, I, I do. I think both teams will will struggle some to move the football, but I, I, I do think LSU wins this one by seven. Okay. That's Carter, the Power Bryant. Peace out, Girl Scout. Have a good night. See you next Monday. Let's go. All right. That's Carter, the Power Bryant. The film breakdown is the best. Absolutely the best. Let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. We close it out with my week two thoughts and Saints beating the Titans. We talk about it next. Stay with us. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm 
will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. A&M got their cheeks clapped this weekend by Miami, who quite honestly looked really good. Um, The only thing with Miami that I would worry about is they only ran the ball for 77 yards, but do you really need that if Tyler Van Dyke and that defense is going to play the way that they did? The ultimate question becomes what happens with Jimbo now? You're going to say, and rightfully so, because that program has been cursed for such a long time, who would they go and get if they fired Jimbo? Well, I'm sure there's somebody they can go and hire because they got more money than than the Saudis do. Not really, but close. Not really, but close. Miami showed up and showed out. And I think that Texas A&M is a team that has a lot of talent. They got a lot of receivers. They got a good offensive line. They got a lot of prospects on the defensive line. And it didn't matter because they got out-athleted. Here's the truth that you might not want to hear. With all them five stars and with everything going on, Texas A&M got out-athleted by, by Miami. The transfer portal is a real deal. And if you're still in the camp of that you can't go into the portal – Florida State and Miami both say, shut up. And it's why I think after that beatdown, if you're a head coach, you need to reevaluate the portal more. That's my opinion. The Alabama loss, I don't think, is as much as I hate to say this and love watching Alabama get beat, I, don't, I still don't think with the subpar, subpar quarterback play of Jalen Milrow that that game is a 10-point game. They are a botched, fumble, crazy call away from Alabama possibly running that game out. The problem with Bama, though, is is that, like I said against Florida State, I know Carter said it as well, the team that I was most worried about on LSU's roster was clearly Florida State and and not Alabama. I wasn't wrong there. If they're going to continue to play Jalen Milrow, if they're going to continue to run this thing with Tommy Reese, they're not a good team. They're okay team. Maybe they're an average team. Maybe even at sailing nine and three team. Alabama's on the ropes. Now it's going to be interesting to see how they respond this week and moving forward. But Miami and Texas won the weekend, and it's not close. They probably won the last the next couple of weeks because of how great they've played or great they played against. A&M and Alabama and the SEC. So there it is. Happy that the Saints won. Um, here's here's the thing that's interesting to me is Arden Key, I don't know if he was hurt or what happened after that first half. Trevor Penning is a liability. And anybody saying that it covers the Saints that says that he is not a liability after, well, it's only his first start, I don't care. There are multitudes of first-round picks that in year two, regardless if it's an injury or not, 
don't look like that. Arden Key is not a premier pass rusher that we've seen. Now, he's a good pass rusher. He's not an NFL premier one. And that man beat down Trevor Penning. You're going to see better guys than Arden Key in your future. Are you going to have to continue to give help to Trevor Penning? Probably. But I think that there should be a little grace. Thought Derek Carr made some good plays. You really missed Alvin Kamara, Raheed Shaheed. Um, I thought got into the end zone on that one play with his knee down. Titans are a good team. That defense is for real in New Orleans, man. They are for real in New Orleans. It's going to be fun to watch. We'll see you all tomorrow, guys. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.